to another episode of Dr. Me First. Today is a juicy one. I'm your colleague in medicine and coach in life, mother of dragons, queen of burnout, plunger of the toilets. <laughs> I'm Dr. Freaking Aaron Wiseman, and today we are going to talk about martyr complex. Dun, dun, dun. I did a deep dive recently on it when I got this quote from work, and here it is. You are not required to set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. Boom. Mic drop. If you listen to nothing else today, just remember this quote because I think so many of us need it. So here it is again. You are not required to set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. And the opposite of that is martyr complex. So in today's solocast, we're going to jump into it, break down martyr complex, break down why doctors are specifically very bad at this, and how to get out of it. Because guess what? You're only burning yourself up. All right, here we go. Righty. Well, historically, a martyr has been someone who chooses to sacrifice their life or face pain or have extreme suffering instead of giving up something they hold sacred. So this term is still used today, but it's a bit dramatic. So the term martyr I'm going to be using is based off of someone who has marked self-sacrifice and service to others at the expense of themselves. So martyr complex and victim mentality have a lot of interchange, and they can seem very similar. Both are based off of survival, especially for people who don't have good coping tools. But the two mindsets do have subtle differences. A person with victim mentality typically feels personally victimized by anything that goes wrong, even if it's the problem, rude behavior, or mishap that wasn't directed at them, they feel like it is and that they cannot change or deviate from circumstances out of their control. Where martyr complex goes beyond this, people with martyr complex, they don't feel victimized. They typically seem to go out of their way to find situations that are likely to cause them distress or some suffering. Dun, 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 which leads me to my first point of physicians. We signed up for this, <laughs> right? I mean, we knew med school was going to be hard. We knew working in healthcare was going to be difficult. And yet we signed up for it. And if there's any students or residents, I don't, I'm not by any means placing blame, guilt, or shame on anybody as I'm talking about this, but I want to unravel martyr complex, because I'm hoping it will give you some more insight and awareness into yourself so that you can move to a more well place. Because guess what? You don't have to stay in martyr complex. Absolutely not. But it's just been a really interesting deep dive that I wanted to share because it's helped me unravel, you know, stuff in my personality that I would rather not have in there. All right, so getting back to the research that I looked up, most people who use martyr behavior or who develop martyr complex have good motives in doing so. Sometimes they may be forced into this role of martyrdom because their environment, because of training, because of their work situation, and definitely people in service-based professions do have a higher tendency to develop martyr complex. And 
Some other signs that go along with this besides just like the quote says, setting yourself on fire to keep other people warm. Martyr complex behavior also minimizes accomplishments. Maybe you dismiss your actions, saying it's not as important when you make sacrifices. You do it for a good feeling or a good reason and not to be praised by others. Another sign of martyr complex is being the hero. The idea of the hero syndrome can sometimes serve as a really good sign, not that we're intentionally playing the hero, but that we somehow subconsciously do everything ourselves and solve other people's problem without complaint. And that like makes us better than, or that's what a good enough doctor would do. The whole stuff with COVID and the, you know, the signs that heroes work here, I really felt like this played into martyr complex, like elevating us all to a higher level when we're just people too trying to get our jobs done. Another sign of martyr complex is a lack of self-care. You know, you cannot pour out of an empty cup. And if you're in a situation where you're constantly giving and giving and pouring and pouring, you start to not just let like your workout slide and your eating slide, but I've seen it where people's personal health is slipping away. Another sign of martyr complex is seeking chances to sacrifice. So, you know, Sometimes I think like taking extra call or coverings from somebody and having really loose boundaries is a good sign of this. And the last one is having unrealistic expectations, like viewing your actions as a direct extension of how much you care about people or love people or your dedication level. So that would be, a, for instance, like you can't take a sick day off because then that means that you're not a good enough doctor and you don't care about the people that you take care of. All pathologic but all totally recognizable. And these patterns can be shifted if you are seeing yourself in them like I saw myself in these patternings. So martyr complex can get deeply embedded into our life, into our profession, into our actions, our thought processing, our lifestyle. And so it can be really hard to address and care for. But there are some steps that you can take to start getting your thinking away from being what you think you have to be and actually to a more balanced, taking care of yourself, well place. What I like to call going from burnt out to badass. Oh, I should say one thing before I jump into the tips and tricks. Why is martyr complex super, super bad for us? Well, if you're listening to this podcast, you know that I am the queen of burnout. So I think that martyr complex is a direct correlation to burnout. But in other ways, too, martyr complex can lead to very strained relationships, divorces, loss of friendships, and just loss of connection in general with other people. Because if we think we are constantly having to show up for people and sacrificing ourselves, it leads to resentment, it leads to anger, it can lead to a breakdown in communication, passive aggressiveness, and outbursts because you've been swallowing all those big emotions that you're having. If you think you've made a lot of sacrifices for your partner or your loved one, you definitely will start to feel angry and dissatisfied if they don't show you gratitude or offer support. But again, we've got to be able to prioritize our needs and ask for those needs. The other big why that I see with Martyr Complex is development of a general attitude of dissatisfaction in all aspects of life. 
So when you are giving and giving and giving and burning yourself to keep other people warm, you start to feel trapped or stuck in a job. You start to devalue your relationship. Home life is not restorative for you. And these things might change over the years, but at the end of it, you're frustrated and in thankless situations again and again. People I work with who display these type of syndrome, which is most of us, let's be perfectly honest, are miserable. But instead of taking steps to create change for themselves, they complain, they talk about regret of their situation, they blame others, events around them, their boss, the EMR, all the patients, COVID. And once they get out of one unsatisfying situation, they seem to fall into a new one yet again. And so this is the way that martyr tendencies hold people back from achieving true success and reaching their personal goals. So with that in mind, now let's squash martyr complex and get you to success and those goals that you want and have a life and work that you truly, truly love. All right. So overcoming number one, working on communication. If you have these martyr tendency, there's a good chance that you find it challenging to express your emotions and need. <laughs> Preaching to the quiet right here. So developing stronger communication skills and self-awareness skills can really help you get better at that. So a few ways that I help people do this is especially using I statements, not we or everyone or as a group but really starting to use the I feel or I need or I'm experiencing. Because when you're saying you or us, you can generalize and that tends to come off pretty passive aggressively. It also makes you express your emotions and it keeps from negative feelings from being all bundled up and stuffed into the closet because you're adequately expressing yourself. So I really encourage anyone to sit down, even if you're not exactly sure how to name what you're feeling or what you need, just start with, I feel, and put in the blank. I need, pop in the blank, that sort of thing. Because here's the thing, for so long, you've denied yourself what you feel and what you need. And so the first step is getting plugged back into this. And you're not going to be good at it at first. And that is A-okay. So here's your question from this one when you're working on communication. What is it that you feel? What is it that you need? And how would be the best way to receive it? Because we can't just bleh, word vomit and say all these things. We also have to be able to say, in what ways can we receive the help? In what ways can we have our needs met? In what ways can people show up for us? And that will help temper down the resentment the anger, and all those big emotions that have developed over the years for sacrificing for others. Overcoming tip number two, setting boundaries. So helping out friends and families, covering call for colleagues, pulling another shift might be important to you. But if you're listening this far into the podcast and you've been nodding your head, friend, I have to tell you, you've reached your limit. You've already taken on more than you can handle. So right now, it's okay to say no. And yeah, really it is. No is a complete sentence. Because burning yourself out will not help you anymore with this heavy workload. It's just going to keep increasing those feelings of resentment. It's going to keep increasing your anger. It's going to increase your fatigue level. So instead, 
Start saying yes to yourself, which means you have to say no to other people. And I get it. That means you're going to have to disappoint someone. That means for once in your life, you're going to have to let other people hurt and regulate their own emotions. But it's good for them. You're doing that same work, so it's good for them to do it as well. So it's time to set some boundaries. I tell people, yeah, you can give an explanation when you say no. But also remember, no is a complete sentence or not at this time. Because right now, it's really important that you start establishing some new boundaries so you can start putting the fire out that's all over on your body. When I work with folks, there's many times that we have to just do like a full fire extinguisher exhaust where they just have to go across the board. Everything is a no. And that's what I talk about, a pause or reset. You can see a lot of different episodes that I've talked about this. Other people, we can tamper the fire out slowly. Whatever method you use, it's time to start fanning those flames down. It's time to stop the burn. And by saying no is one of the best things you can do, establishing boundaries. And yeah, it's going to suck. If you signed a contract that said that you would work 80 hours a week and cover overnight call and do all the things, coming back to your employer or your partners, it's going to suck. But you can't do it any longer. It's not sustainable, friend. You've got to change how you're working. Overcoming tip number three, self-compassion. If you've been listening any amount of time, you'll know that this creeps in all the time. Not just throwing compassion to other people, it's now time to reverse the mirror and give yourself compassion. Remind yourself that this didn't come out of a bad place. You really truly do want to help people. But you have a finite amount of resources, a finite amount of strength. You are human and can only do so much in the 24 hours. I think one of the best ways that you can show yourself compassion is giving yourself a break. Be that a 30-second break in the middle of the day, be it a weekend off, or taking some time away. Recently, I scheduled a vacation and went somewhere warm in the middle of winter here in Indiana. And when I got back, I encouraged my whole department to get vacations scheduled on the calendar in the next 45 days. Not all at the same time, (laughs) but we all need a break. We all need to show ourselves like, hey, I don't have to be at my job every single day. Life will keep going. Patients will get seen. Things will be taken care of. It is okay for me to rest. My lovely nurse, she is awesome. Michelle, if you're listening to this, I want you to know that you rock my world. Michelle is a seasoned nurse who was in the ICU for multiple decades. She transitioned to start working with me in the office because she just wanted to change on what's going on. Michelle, her Christmas holiday this last like couple months ago, it was the first time that she had had Christmas Christmas Eve, New Year's, New Year's Eve off in her whole nursing career. We're talking like 30 plus years. And I'm so happy for her. And I want that for so many other people. And it's one of those things, there's so many of you out there who have done amazing work, but you have been sacrificing yourself to do it. And I want to encourage you, it's time to have some compassion for yourself. Overcoming tip number four is making time for your own care. Be it practical health choices, like getting enough sleep, 
eating nutritious meals, taking care of your own physical health by going to your own doctor, taking care of your own mental health by seeing a therapist, coach, psychiatrist. Also making time for fun. So many of us don't even know what fun is or what hobbies is. And if you don't, friend, we need to talk a little bit more. And also making space for your own emotional well-being and addressing challenges that might be coming up for you. This is going beyond massages, yoga, and manicures. This is about taking real care of yourself that you have put aside for way too long. And so I highly encourage you to make a list of all the things that you would encourage other people to do that you haven't done for yourself and start getting those things on the calendar. And yes, that might mean that you're going to have to schedule time off from work. I want you to do it. Overcoming tip number five, talking to a professional. Walking through martyr tendencies on your own can be super tough. Professional support can have lots of benefits, especially when you're learning more about these self-sacrificing behaviors. So I would highly recommend a combination of therapy and coaching. You heard me right. It's not just one thing that you need. Because in therapy, you can explore your relationship systems. You can grow new awareness around patterns. You can highlight any assumptions that are coming up and maybe learn a different way to relate to people. In coaching, you can start seeing where you've been missing the mark and why your success is not where you're at and have actionable steps to make that happen. Also in coaching, you can have someone flip the script on you. Maybe it's a colleague like a physician coach like myself who's walked the walk and talked the talk and can help you view it from a different point of view. I think the combination of both is a one-two punch, and I highly recommend that you start seeking great professional care if this is something that you're dealing with. Hey friend, if you think you're burned out, you probably are. But I've got some good news for you. Head on over to burntouttobadass.com where you can get a CME course. That's right, CME credits to get yourself out of a place of burnout and back to being a total and absolute badass. You'll go through 12 different modules. You'll get to chitty chat with me on the backside and have lots of fun exercises and thought work to do to help you move from a place of just surviving to absolute thriving. So far, we've had many physicians go through the program, and they absolutely love it. One of those docs the other day even mentioned to me that she went back and recently did the report card exercise. And you know the wheel of life is in there. If you followed me for half a second, it's definitely one of my top exercises. But anyway, before I give all the details away, go over to BurntOutToBadass.com and check out the self-paced course, same title, Burnt Out to Badass, and get you some CME hours today. all about martyr complex. No more setting yourself on fire so that other people can be warm. Let's make ourselves warm and then pass off that warmth in very healthy and sustainable ways. 
All right, my friends, it's so great to have you here. Remember, as always, you can join me in the Aaron Wiseman Badass Slack group. You can join me in the monthly live masterclass where we hang out because your life, your calling, your pulse matters. See ya.